Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak. I'm your host, Elena Fox-Starks. Hey guys, so I hope that the beginning of your week has gone well and you are implementing all of the light codes, all the energy that has been beamed to us cosmically from the galactic center this past weekend. It's been, for me, pretty intense. I, I take in a lot of energy and I just whew, takes a while to implement. I've been knocked out, just tired. Um, it's funny that a couple weeks ago I just had tons and tons of energy, just the opposite. But for whatever t- is happening with you, um, just be rest assured that you're going to where you need to be going. And it's um, going to be great. <laughs> Everything always has a way of working itself out. And uh, this ascension is no different. We're all uh, right where we're needing to be at the moment. <clears throat> but sometimes we need healing. Sometimes we need to make adjustments in our mind or our attitude or our bodies our diets, routines, habits, um, all kinds of things. And so today the topic is the Ho'oponopono process. Now Ho'oponopono is a form of healing that started in Hawaii by tribal people. And they decided or I guess more of a it's more of a discovery that if you use these four sentences they will help you clean clean yourself clean your environment and it will affect the people around you it's not really your job to clean for anybody it's your job to clean for yourself but there's a caveat when somebody else comes near you and they have a specific problem, it's your job to clean on it because people reflect what you feel and think inside. So let me say that again. People come to you with problems because you need to clean those problems because they're reflecting what you have inside. Um, the world was first made aware of this process when Dr. Joe Vitale and a friend had been talking about a miracle that had occurred in an insane asylum over in, um, in Hawaii. It was 
um, an asylum for the criminally insane, people that were too mentally ill to be put in jail and too criminal to be let run free in the streets. (laughs) And there was a story that had gone through the spiritual healing community in bits and pieces. It wasn't even very well known at the time, but Dr. Haleakala Hulin actually got a job as the resident or chief psychiatrist and he cured every single person in the place and yet he never spoke to a single patient. So how is that? He used a process called the Ho'oponopono process. You could read about um, the whole story in Zero Limits, which was written by Dr. Hugh Lin and Dr. Joe Vitale. But I'm going to talk to you guys today about my experience with it and how you can implement this form of healing in your own life. I am a certified practitioner of Ho'oponopono, so I've taken the training. But really and truly, it's something that if you feel like taking responsibility for everything around you, and I don't mean in your own life only, but everything around you, if you feel like taking responsibility and healing the planet, cleaning all the energies around you that need cleansing, this is a way to go. So we're going to start off by talking about what is the Ho'oponopono process. So the Ho'oponopono process is literally a group of uh, phrases or sentences that you say. And you can say it out loud or you can say it in your mind and if you learn this and you understand what it means so I'm going to give you the four phrases what are the four phrases and then we're going to expand upon how you use the four phrases correctly and then I'm going to give you some a story or two on how I've used the four phrases And what are other things that cleanse the environment without the four phrases? And then I'm going to teach you some extremely simple ways to use them in your everyday life. To constantly be cleaning yourself, your environment, and all those around you who are reflecting what you have inside of you. So, first things first, what are the four phrases? The four phrases are very, very simple. In fact, I am certain you've said these in your life before. You might have even said them in the past 24 hours, one or two or all four. Who knows? The four phrases are this. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. That's it. How easy is that? Again, You could say them in any order. You don't have to say them all at at once. 
You can use one or two of the phrases if you like. But the phrases are, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Doesn't matter what order you say them in. Whatever you feel comfortable. So now that we know the phrases, what do they really mean? Well, it goes back to when Dr. Haleakala Hulin was seeing the patients and when he was asked, what, how does he heal them? He heals them with these four phrases. He would look at, in fact, today this um, hospital has been so well cleansed, it's, the doors have been shut and locked, there's no one there anymore. But what he would do is he would take a patient's file and look at everything that they've done. And he'd realize that that's a, um, a dirtiness within him because everyone is an outer reflection of what he is inwardly because we're all connected. We're all one. We're God pretending we're human. So he would look at the things. So you don't have to obviously heal mentally ill patients unless they're in your experience and you only draw to you what is inside of you. So basically what you do is you are not talking to yourself and you're not talking to the patient. You're talking to the greater part of you both. The universe, goddess, the God, whatever, Jehovah, Allah, Ra, whatever you want to call the universal one will, the divine. So you're speaking to the divine and you are saying, I love you. And you feel that love with your whole heart, mind, body, and soul. And you say, thank you, divine. Thank you, creator, for creating me and allowing me this opportunity to be in communion and connection with you. And you say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I see this person before me or this situation or the circumstance or the negative energy in the room or a blight on the land, whatever it is that you're trying to heal. I'm sorry, divine, that I brought this into my awareness to heal it. And I'm sorry that I created it in the first place because I am now ready to take responsibility for it. I'm sorry that I did this. This is responsibility on a very, very deep level. The other thing is you, after you say you're sorry and you feel you're sorry and you let it go, you release it. And then you say, please forgive me. Forgive me for being so short sighted and not having the mind of the creator that would create something less than perfect. Please forgive me for that. So that is what these phrases basically mean. How you use them correctly is you're speaking to divine with these phrases about the circumstance or the person or the energy that you're trying to heal. So basically what you do is you if you can set kind of a track in your subconscious mind to continuously and constantly say these phrases. I've had, um, 
people in my life that I wanted to heal. And I've asked God to send the Ho'oponopono angels to go and be with them and to constantly whisper these words on my behalf to the creator around them. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Please forgive me. Thank you. I'm sorry. I love you. I'm sorry. Thank you. Please forgive me. In any order. Doesn't matter. So I have set this energy and intention for cleansing in many different situations. And I'm going to tell you a story now. I had lived in government housing right when I was going through my divorce. I've been with my husband for 13 years. We'd been married about 11 and a half years when we started the divorce process. And um, it was pretty horrible, but I didn't really have the money to live in a decent apartment. I wasn't making very much money. I had a couple jobs, but um, they were seasonal. Well, one was year-round, but I mean, I would be working... 60 hours one month and two months later I would have literally 20 minutes of work and they refused to fire me because you know they want me in the in the future so when you're not fired you can't connect collect your government unemployment so while I was looking for another job I was kind of stuck you know I'm going through divorce trying to win custody of my kids so I got um, temporarily I was about a year or nine months, I think, we were in government housing. And basically, my neighbor had two little kids and her mother, and they were constantly, the kids were constantly fighting. The mother and the daughter were constantly at each other's throats, and it was so loud. They're screaming and yelling. And it was hard to have my kids in my home when this was going on, you know, and we're going through our own stuff. And it was just hard, you know, and there's other people in the complex. Everyone is going through hard things, you know, and all around us. And it was really bothering me. So I decided I'm going to use the Ho'oponopono process to heal this situation. But I didn't want to just sit there and stare at the wall and imagine the people on the other side and constantly say the phrases. So I thought, you know, if I could set these phrases in my subconscious mind in, in a way that is constant, especially when I'm home. So I took my kids out and we all bought uh, paints, canvases, and paintbrushes. And I set out painting four paintings each of which had one phrase on it. I love you, and I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And I painted them all, and I put them across. I had one huge wall that was um, continuous from the dining room through the living room. It was a really huge wall. I mean, even though it was government housing, it was an enormous apartment. I couldn't believe it. They took a third of my income, no matter what my income was. So... On the months I had no income, they took zero. And on the months I had, you know, $900, they took 300 So that's kind of how it was. But it was a beautiful apartment. It was haunted. We'll talk about that another day. <laughs> in fact, I believe I did talk about that, um, I think, on in the first or second uh, 
earth grids. I talked about patterns and grids of uh, ghosts, but we had ghosts for sure in that apartment. We had hundreds, hundreds of ghosts in that apartment, which I will talk about on another day, um, teach you how to get rid of ghosts in your house. But, um, so I put up, I set up a new pattern in that environment. So across my living room and dining room walls, it said, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And every day when I heard them fighting, I would stare at my walls with these phrases and consciously say the phrases. And I told my kids to do this also. I said, we're going to heal this family because, you know, we really loved these people, but it was a nightmare being their neighbors for that time. And about the first month, nothing really major happened. I think the mother maybe stopped coming over to visit and scream a little, you know, she started coming over a little less and then she stopped coming over entirely and that stopped a lot of the fighting. The kids were still fighting and then after two to three months the um, father got out of jail early and he came and joined them. So now they're all together as a family and there was a little bit of bickering in the beginning, you know, as they readjusted and within a month of him being there, all of the fighting stopped completely. And I asked the lady who lived there, I'm like, so what happened? It sounds like you guys are getting along great. She said, yeah, I don't know. It's almost a miracle. Like the kids stopped fighting. My mom stopped coming around. When she does come around, she's not fighting with us anymore. And not only is she not fighting with us anymore, my husband and I are back together. We're happier than ever. And I thought that was great. A a week later, she said, you're not going to believe it. My husband got a good job. and, And then a couple weeks go by and she got a job. So now their life is getting better and better and better. And she had decided to put their name on a better, um, housing development for government housing and had a swimming pool for the kids and a playground and, and, um, where we were, they only had, we only had a playground and it was really small, but this other place had a bigger, bigger playground. And she had more small families, you know, young, young kids like hers. And she really wanted to be over there. So they got approved for that and they moved out. So in, in a span of four to five months, their lives changed 100%. And I'm pretty certain it was a ho'oponopono. Not only were the words that we saw with our eyes and we said out loud and heard with our ears and spoke with our mouths, but the energy and vibration of my intent as I'm painting those paintings and they hung on the wall, that energy was stuck there for about a year. My energy that I imbued, you know, that God worked through me and and helped. So I think that this is a way that you can implement this in your everyday life is to make art with these four phrases. If you are not an artist you can go ahead and I had an idea of painting the art onto furniture so I was thinking it's possible to hand write the phrases and put them um, next to 
your light when you are in and out of your bedroom you see them automatically and they start to stick in your subconscious mind which will start to cleanse you automatically you can also write them on the bottom of your chairs or tables throughout your house on all your pieces of furniture where you know it's there but you don't see it because the vibration of the energy of of the words themselves is always present um, another thing you could do is you could take lipstick and write it on your all of the mirrors in your home. You could even write on your windows, I love you. I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. If you just want to write the words, thank you, I love you, that's okay too. I just made a form of healing art for a friend of mine who loves the Japanese um, form of art. And I haven't heard back from him. It's been about three weeks. Well, since Christmas, I gave it to him on Christmas. But because he's a computer programmer, I put the Ho'oponopono in binary code. I said, I gave you a puzzle for Christmas. Enjoy <laughs> unwrapping it. So he had to uh, go pop the phrase in the computer <laughs> to see what it means. But you don't have to put it only in English. You don't have to put it only in a language you could put in in binary code why not as long as you know what it means you know you could put it in um, you know French or Spanish you know gracias a ti te amo <laughs> uh, por favor perdone moi <laughs> perdone me I mean sorry mixing my languages there <laughs> but you get it you get the point you could put this in various uh, pieces of art or hand write it on a piece of paper and put it up write it on a little note card put it on your refrigerator you know anywhere where you're going to see it because it will affect you and there are other phrases or other pictures that you can draw there's different things you could get a picture of bluebells you could get a picture of dewdrops you could get a picture of um, corn, especially purple corn or blue corn. Those are all things that hold and carry the healing energy. Um, corn was a gift from the gods, and corn holds the energy of I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. So if you have this in your house, um, just a picture of blue corn that will actually uh, heal you. There are a lot of different things that over the years Dr. Um, Hugh Lin has discovered the whole the vibration of constant cleaning. See, we want to constantly be cleansing and cleaning our environment. So other practical uses for this is you can use it to clean yourself when you feel anxious or afraid. Or if you can't sleep at night and you have insomnia, go ahead and say those phrases while you're in bed. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And say it about yourself. You know, I'm sorry that I thought less of myself right now. You're saying this to God, right? I'm sorry. I, I thought that I deserved uh, to be treated badly at work. Or I'm sorry that I thought that I deserved this uh, man or woman in my life, in my relationship that wasn't treating me well. Please forgive me for making such a, a grave error and a, and a mistake that cost me that account or, you know. 
you know, you, you make it personal to your situation. It does work. Absolutely. This does work. I have used this over and over again to heal and bring about healing in many different areas from healing land. Like uh, Dr. Hewlin does talk about how the land is confused. The land is confused because when it was first created, it was created for man to live in harmony, in peace. But the land gets confused when suddenly you put buildings on it that it didn't understand because you no one stopped to explain it to the land. Everything has a living vibration. Everything has a presence to it. And I talked about this um, this past week in my other episodes. So there's also there's that, but also animals. You know, you can use this to heal your animals. You can use this to heal rivers and lakes and pollution. You can use it to heal the minds of presidents and dictators. You can use it to heal countries and situations you don't like that you see in the world. You can use it to get a better job. You could use it to fix your car. Everything has a living vibration if it's been touched by the hand of man. And everything has a living vibration if it's been touched by Gaia or the hand of God. So basically, everything is alive. Incidentally, (laughs) that's the name of one of my favorite podcasts, Everything is Alive, which has nothing to do with what we're talking about here, but I just thought of that. (laughs) Uh, It's a very clever podcast. But Dr. Hewlin also talks about um, how things are alive, and not only are things alive, but they have names, and you don't know what their names are until you ask. I asked my coffee pot, hey, what's your name? She told me my name is Jasmine. So now when I go in the morning to make coffee, I say, hey, good morning, Jasmine. Let's make coffee together. And when I'm done, I turn her off and I say, thank you, Jasmine. Thank you for being of service to me. And I appreciate you. (laughs) And it sounds crazy, but I mean... Start asking. Start asking. Let me know. Actually, I want to hear your messages on this. Tell me, you know, what's your living room's name called? You know, you might walk in and and maybe your house has a name. Hey, you know, my name, my house is Pablo. Hey, Pablo. Good to see you. You know, you bring your friends over for the first time. Like, like to introduce you to Pablo. And they start looking around like there's no one here. Yeah, my house is named Pablo. Pablo, this is my friend Jenny. Jenny, this is Pablo. (laughs) Okay, it sounds very eccentric and strange, but if you start to... (laughs) There's a method to the madness. If you start to pretend as if all life matters and you pretend as if everything in the world has life, your life will have more meaning your life will have more joy and it might sound a little bit more eccentric to the untrained ear (laughs) but everything has meaning and if you make 
your life filled with a series of, of things that have meaning and then you cleanse everything in your environment how much better would your life be so there's your food for thought today I love you thank you for being here and I am signing off now with peace and joy and the high vibes of the holy fifth dimension until next time Metaphysical Soul Speak is run on sponsors and listener support. This means listeners like you. If you are so inclined to support my efforts and my little podcast, please visit me at anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical and pledge an amount of your choosing today. Thank you.